0: Series. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good job. Who can tell me what Isaac, Isaac's movie was and what the theme was? Spider-Man. What was the theme of it? Mm, Spider-Man and it was about No. No, that, we're, that's Spider-Man. That's close. Uh, it was having wise friends. People who would give you wise advice. All right, and then what was Caitlin's? Wise counsel, I'm sorry. And what was the theme? Not being selfish and not being prideful. All right, I'm doing a movie I've only ever actually seen one time. I am doing the movie Brave. Has anyone here seen that movie before? Yeah, it's the Scottish redhead girl. So in Brave, uh, quick summary of the the movie, Uh, Brave is about a young Scottish girl who is a little bit of a tomboy. Uh, She's really, really good with the bows. She likes to go out and horse ride, uh, sword fight, all that kind of stuff. Stuff her mother doesn't really like her doing because her mother wants her to be a princess. And during the course of the movie, uh, it gets told to the main character, whose name is Merida, that she has to marry somebody she's never met before. course it doesn't go over well she ends up rebelling against her mom rebelling against her dad and uh when she rebels, she runs away and then she finds a witch in the woods and she wants a spell for her mother to change her mind about her getting married so the witch gives her a little cake and she gives it to her mom and it turns her into a bear and they go on this long adventure where they try to break the curse because it wasn't what merida wanted and the whole Yes. Hello? I don't know. Uh, And then, so the theme of this movie really is honoring your mother. And I'm going to change it to, I want to talk about honoring your parents tonight. Because I feel that is something that today, it's not something that we talk about a lot. And I know a lot of you have some difficulties at home with your parents. Uh, You don't have the best relationship with them. You know, some of you, your parents have gone through a divorce, or you were adopted, and you just don't have the best relationship with your parents. And my goal tonight is to kind of try and show you why honoring your parents is important, why, how it can help you better your relationship with them, and how it's a very godly principle that's taught a lot throughout the Bible. Um, so first of all, I'm going to show the first clip. John, if you can show the first clip. Maybe. Maybe. The movies first. Oh, John, we blame it because you're old. Do we need help, John? You've got Seth. Come on, Seth. What do you mean it won't let you? Any day, John. All right, well, he's figuring that out. How many of you in here would say you have a good relationship with your parents? Good relationship with your parents. Anybody? Anybody? Charlie, what makes you say that? Oh we got it, we got it. Yeah. Good relationship. I can go. Okay, Jada. Hmm? Okay. Good, that's good. Yeah. Took me a long while when I especially when you're age, I never talked to my parents. It's good. It's good. All right, John. Hit play. Yeah, just click on the screen. Or just play at the bottom. Ah. Turn it up a little bit, please. Turn up a bit more, Seth. All right, John. All right. so how often do you guys feel like Meredith feels in that scene? You feel like your parents are just over-controlling, that they try to micromanage every part of your life, that no matter what you do, you can't seem to be good enough for them. Uh, I know for me, I was in that situation a lot when I grew up. Uh, my dad was a very much a perfectionist, and I felt like no matter what I did, um, no matter what I did, I could never measure up to his standards i feel like i could never make him happy and please him and you know it's some of the things they may they try to get me to do kind of made no sense and as i was studying i kind of i went through the script um, the bible and tried to find as many verses as i could and actually honoring your parents is mentioned a lot in the bible uh, the first time it's really mentioned is in exodus 2012 which is the giving of the Ten Commandments. So it says, Honor your father and mother, then you will live a long life, a full life in the land the Lord your God is giving you. And then it says basically the same thing in the New Testament when Paul is talking to the Ephesians. It says, Children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on earth. So the fact that it's mentioned twice, just in those two scriptures, is, is just eye-opening to the fact that God thinks it's important enough to include it in his Ten Commandments. Even Jesus, when he was on the earth, uh, submitted to his parents' authority. You know, he was God incarnate, but he still honored his father and his mother. Uh, one of the stories that really stuck out to me about honoring his mother is when Jesus' first miracle was turning water into wine. And when he did that, they were at a wedding feast, It was a friend of his mother's, and he and a couple of his disciples went there, and the uh, bride who was supposed to supply the wine, they ran out. As a friend of Mary she, or a friend of Mary, she went to Mary and asked her to do something, and Mary came to Jesus. and Mary was like, "We're out of wine. I need you to do something about this." But Jesus was like, "It's not my time yet. It's not my time to stop performing miracles." And Mary didn't tell him to do it again. She just grabbed the servants and told him, "Do what he says. So Jesus, being submitted to his mother, even though it wasn't his time to start performing miracles, did what she said. He submitted to her authority. He does it again in Matthew, or not in Matthew, in Matthew, in the Bible, in the Garden of Gethsemane. Right before he was supposed to go to the cross, he prayed fervently to God that, I don't want to do this, Lord. I don't want to go to the cross. I don't want to experience the pain it's going to cause me. He cried and prayed so much. I mean, he cried and sweated blood. I mean, that's just uh, such a physical response to the emotions he felt. But in the end, he submitted. So following Christ's example, we should treat our parents the way we would treat our Heavenly Father, you know. It's important in honoring them for who God wants us to become. You know, how can we serve our Heavenly Father if we refuse to even serve our earthly parents? Um, If we desire to please God and be blessed, we should honor them. And it's not easy, and it's definitely not always fun, and it's not possible to do it in our own strength, but it's a path to bringing purpose to, our, to glorifying God, and it's purpose for our lives. So I think I've narrowed it down that there's really two ways you can do to honor your parents. Uh, the first one is actions, and the second one is your attitudes. They both play a, just a big role in how you can honor your parents and how you can submit to their authority. And I know it's not always easy. They tend to do tell us things we don't want to do. And this next clip actually shows that very, very well. And I relate with this clip a lot because I've been in a very similar situation. All right, so watching that scene, do you think her actions were honorable to her mother? No. Yes. Why would you say yes? Uh, do you think her attitude was right? Sure, she didn't like the situation, but do you think she handled it correctly? No. She did try to talk her mom out of it, but and even though her mom refused to listen to her, how she handled it was very inappropriate, especially in the time period that they were in. Uh, this is set in uh, the early age of Scotland, so her actions more than likely would have brought war to their entire country. It would have insulted the men and probably resulted in war. So seeking to honor our parents with our actions is it's a difficult thing to do, I know. Yes, Jada. Yes, but her actions still were very disrespectful to her mother and to her clan. Yes, I agree with you. I agree, but a lot of the times your parents will have you do things that you don't necessarily agree with, you don't necessarily want, and you and you might not understand it, but the reasons for it are because they have more experience than you, and they want to lead you into blessings and lead you into things that are greater than what you can comprehend at the time. And um, I know submitting to their authority, especially in some of the situations that you guys face, is is very, very difficult. Uh, I know when I was your age, kind of late teenage years, kind of right at the end of high school, uh, submitting to the authority, of, especially my dad, was very, very difficult. I was very headstrong. I was very rebellious. Um, I didn't think that, you know, he understood where I was coming from, that he didn't uh, really understand me, because we had a lot of differences then. And submitting to his authority was just Honestly, to me, it was one of the most, it wasn't not degrading, but it just, it didn't sit right with me. The appeal of it was just far-fetched, I didn't understand, and it caused a lot of division with my family. Uh, You know, there was actually a a time when I was right out of high school where I would just refuse to do anything he told me to do. I didn't want to, you know, cut the grass, I didn't want to take out the trash, stuff like that, which was real simple tasks. but me not submitting to his authority just got more and more in our way our frustrations boiled and he threatened to kick me out and disown me essentially and that realization that you know he probably would have done it helped me a little bit but I still struggled with um that authority because I mean I've been where you guys are I know that at your age you guys think you know it all whether you openly admit it or not that kind of goes through your mind you think your parents don't understand you you think you know better You think you've experienced all that life has to offer, and you know everything. And often because of that, you guys find yourself, let's be honest, getting punished. I mean, every single one of you in here has been grounded at least once, right? You just said no, you're a liar. (laughs) Have you been punished, though? Have you been punished? Okay, grounded punishment. At some point, all of you has faced some form of discipline from your parents. And I know you think it's unfair because, you know, they might take away your phone or block your access to social media. But when it comes down to it, their correction is a good thing. It's there to show us that, you know, what we did was wrong, whether we see it that way or not. But their main purpose of it is to give us wisdom. Uh, John, if you want to pull up Proverbs, uh, in Proverbs four one through five, uh, it says, "My children, listen when your father corrects you; pay attention and learn good judgment. For I am giving you good guidance. Don't turn away from my instructions, for I too was once my father's son. Tenderly love is my mother's only child. My father taught. My father taught me take word take my words to heart." Follow my commands and you will live. Get wisdom. Develop good judgment. Don't forget my words or turn away from them. And that's said again in Proverbs 1-8 and in 13.1. And the wisdom that they try to impart on you is to try to lead you into a better life and prepare you for life. Um, I never listened to my parents' wisdom. And because of my rebelliousness and just t- basically taking what they were trying to teach me and throwing it away, I went down a very dark path. I mean, most of you have heard my story. I got into drugs. I got in very suicidal, anxious. I was living a very ungodly life. And a lot of that could have been avoided if I had just listened to my parents, even just a little bit. You know, I thought I, I thought I knew it all because I was out of high school. I had gone through some pretty trying things and learned from it, but not in the sense that the wisdom that I was enacting on was long-lasting wisdom, you know. Rebellion against your parents is is a very serious sin. In fact, rebellion is is really the first recorded sin in the Bible. Adam and Eve rebelled against God. I mean, Lucifer rebelled against God because of pride. Um, I mean, they rebelled against uh, God, their father. And because Adam and Eve did that, I mean, all of humanity has suffered. We've all suffered because of that act of rebellion. And I think when you come down to it, rebellion is merely just a aspect of your heart and your attitude and i think attitude is one of the most important things that we really need to shift when it comes to honoring our parents because it doesn't matter if you if you submit to their uh, your authority by your actions like you know your parents tell you to take out the trash and you do it if your attitude stinks your heart is really not in the right place to do it you're not really honoring them out of true honor you're just kind of doing it because they told you to do it and you don't want to get in trouble um and I, I can't tell you how many times when I was your age that I heard from my dad, "Your attitude stinks. You really need to change it." And when I heard that, it really, really bothered me because I'm like, "I don't have an attitude. I'm doing it fine. I'm doing what you told me to do." But looking back, I really understand what he was coming from—that my attitude did stink. I wasn't doing what they wanted me to do out of oh, out of a wanting to honor them and serve them. I was doing it out of mainly fear. Let's be honest with my dad, to be honest. But just really doing it as, of, as just submitting to the fear and I don't really want to get in trouble. Um, but I, now that I'm older and I look back, uh, really a change in attitude uh, can really change your relationship with your parents. Um, for example, like chores, right? Everyone here probably has chores at some point. And I'm sure most of you don't really like to do them. You know, it takes time away from your video games or your social media or hanging out with your friends or doing whatever it is you like to do in your free time. And you just, you probably try to put it off to the last minute possible, or you put it off until your parents are really down your throat about it and you just do it because you want to get them off your back. But one of the things I realized a little too late, but I hope you guys can understand, is changing your perspective of the chores they give you and changing your attitude can really affect, uh, the relationship you have with them. Instead of, you know, doing it out of just because you need to, doing it out of wanting to serve them and, you know, make their life easier, maybe not easier, but submitting their authority, they see those things. If you do it with a good attitude, they recognize that you're doing it because you want to honor them. And when that happens, their relationship with you shifts. Now, it might be slight, but it is enough to make a difference. They'll start seeing you in more respectable and mature light, which I'm sure a lot of you want, and they'll start understanding that, you know, you're not a child anymore. You know, you are growing up, you're becoming young adults, teenagers, summer of you are fixing to graduate, and the things they try to tell you to do really prepare you for what happens later in life, you know, cutting the grass and doing it right when you have your own lawn, cleaning your room, keeping your room clean. Those things may seem like, you know, tedious tasks at the time, but they're really, really important if you don't set those foundations now, you're not going to have them for the rest of your life. And then you're going to grow up and you're going to be a slob and people aren't going to want to date you. They're not going to want to be with you. No, it's true. I, I dated a girl like that. And it was, at the time, I was very, very blind because maybe a little bit, yes. Um, I'm just being honest. I was a little desperate. She was giving me what I wanted. She was feeding into some of the things I liked. We were having sex, I'm not going to lie. And it really blindsided me to a lot of the things that were wrong with her. And what really opened my eyes to some of the things that were blindsided was we dated for about a year and a half, and about eight months in, I realized I'd never actually been inside of her house. We'd always hung out, like, outside, either at my place, or they had a large camper that we would hang out in. Yeah, outside. Go outside, take a walk. You don't do that anymore? Wow, okay. Um, But the first time I went inside of her house, they literally had trash piled from the floor to the ceiling. They had dishes in this sink that were months old, laundry everywhere. I mean, I, reckon, I realized at that point they were one of those people that like, would take their underwear and put it inside out because they didn't want to do laundry. And it was, just, it was absolutely disgusting. It was terrible, and ugh, it grossed me out a lot. Yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. And, you know, the entire time I was dating her, my parents hated her, all of my friends really hated her. It wasn't that they hated her as a person, but they hated, you know, the things she represented, the things she was getting me into. And I never really submitted to my parents the time we were dating. I was really rebellious. I was barely going to church, um, doing a lot of things that I knew they weren't approving of, but I didn't care. And after about a year and a half of dating, uh, we, she said she wanted to consider getting married. Yeah, okay, Relax year and a half of, year and a half of dating is not a battle a long time especially when you're a little bit younger we both had good jobs at the time and we were seriously considering it and we went away on a trip it was me her and her family we went to a couple states away to a convention and unbeknownst to me my parents and some of the elders in my church uh went down into my room and they started praying uh that we would break up if it was god's will and You know, they started praying that a spirit of division would come between us if it wasn't from God, because they saw that the situation I was in was just destroying my life, that it was really putting me down some bad habits and pulling me away from God, and they didn't want that. So they prayed that we would break up, and we came. That was on a Saturday afternoon, and we came back on a Monday, and we pulled into the driveway. I didn't even get out of the car. We pulled in the driveway, turned the car off, and I sat there for about two minutes. And I looked at her and just said, I want to break up with you. I had no idea why. It just came over me. And it was a very difficult breakup, especially afterwards when I found out, you know, that my parents had done that. And I was really, really mad at them for it. Because you know, I thought this, this girl was, I'll spend the rest of my life with her, she thought the same, I had a good relationship with her parents. And the fact that they did that kind of betrayed my trust in them for a little while because I just felt like they weren't seeing what I wanted, my point of view. But really, looking at it, um, especially in the past, looking back, what they did, they did out of a worry for me and a love for me that I didn't really understand at the time. You know, a lot of times our parents do things that don't make sense to us that will even anger us. Uh, but their reasons for it are they have that experience, they've been where we are, they know the things we go through, even if we don't physically tell them. They, you guys, think you. Tr- hide things from them but they see a lot more than you realize they know a lot of the things you guys go through on a daily basis and their goal and their objective as parents is to protect us from those things they want a good life for us they want us to live in fulfillment of you know god's promise and even if they aren't christians and don't believe they still want a good life for you they still want you to live an abundant life better than they did I mean, that's the whole point of them teaching you their lessons is so you have a life that is better than theirs. And, you know, if you're like me and you don't listen to them, then most likely they're going to punish you. But in those, don't be so defensive in those punishments. Try and take a moment and step out of your emotions and your situation and really look at it from their perspective. You know, try to put yourself in their shoes and see, you know, why are they doing this? Why are they treating me this way? And I guarantee you your perspective of, them will change you'll start to understand that by honoring them and by submitting to their authority that you can have a better life with them and just a better life in general um and the only way for them to start trusting you is to really submitting with your actions and with your emotions and with your attitude that's what i was looking for all right so this i'm gonna show you my last clip of the movie and they go through this whole situation, you know, she turns in, her mother turns into a bear because of the curse. And they go through, they find out some things about, you know, the past of their clan and stuff like that. But during their, their journey together, they really have to learn to trust and rely on each other for certain things. Because the mother's a bear and can't go into the castle or can't feed herself really because she's been a, a queen the entire life. And Meredith has been this tomboy, so she knows how to get food like that. And so this is really the, the climax of the movie. So, this scene really shows how change in Meredith's heart resulted in a change of her mother's heart. you know as you're young people, you know you tend people tend to look down on you, you know sometimes your parents don't really treat you with the respect you maybe feel you deserve, but they treat you in a way that sometimes you feel degraded and I know I've been there, but you know if you take time to really you know, open yourself to your parents, maybe in a vulnerable way that you haven't really thought of before. I mean, your parents, they want that relationship with you. They want to be able to understand what you're going through, and that really can't help it until you talk to them. And once you do, you know, it might be difficult, it might be painful, but, I mean, in the end, it can only bring happiness, you know. It can only bring a change, not only in your attitude and the way you honor them, but it can be a way that they change how they treat you. Um, And all this is to say that, you know, without doing these things with our parents, you know, how can we really submit to our Heavenly Father, to Jesus? Uh, Hebrews 12, 9, John, uh, Since we respected our earthly fathers who disciplined us, shouldn't we submit even more to the discipline of the Father for our spirits and live forever, forever? Now, I know all of you are here for various reasons. Some of you are forced to be here. Some of you want to be here for social reasons, but I think deep down, most of you here, especially tonight, are here because you want to have a relationship with Jesus, you want to step into that fullness that he has for you, you know, we talk about it all the time, you know, God has, you know, the makings of greatness in all of you, he's got a destiny for all of you, but you can't really step into that destiny if you're not really willing to submit to his authority. You know, and how can you submit to the authority of our Heavenly Father if you refuse to submit to the authority of your earthly parents? Um, yeah. So as we, as we kind of close down tonight, um, I really want you guys to just try and take a moment and kind of look inward at yourselves and say, do you really submit to your earthly parents? And not just your parents, but other people in authority. You know, starting with your parents kind of leads to submitting to your teachers at school, your future jobs and bosses, careers. And if you don't learn to submit to authority now, then down the road, it's, it's just not going to be possible for you. Please take it from somebody who's been there. I was very much a rebel in my youth. Uh, and at the time, I thought I was fine. I was going to do well. But as I moved out and got away, I realized just how, how much time I squandered. You know, I really realized that the wisdom my parents had for me was wisdom that they wanted to share, so I had a good life. And I'm thankful that I was finally able to realize that, and now I have a great relationship with my, my parents, especially my dad. But I didn't have that before, and it really did affect, you know, how I viewed life. And I don't want the same mistakes I went through to happen to any of you, really. I know you guys already have enough that you're going through, and I just, I want more for all of you. And it really just kind of starts with, you know, submitting to those who have been there, who want better things for you, who want you to prosper, who want you to grow, who want you to live in a very, very full life. So I've got a challenge for each of you. Uh, So for the next two weeks, I want you to make a very active uh, commitment to try to submit to your parents. It doesn't have to be huge. You know, it can be as simple as, you know, trying to take out the trash without them telling you to. Or, you know, them asking you to do a chore and instead of griping complaining, uh, just do it without complaining. And within two weeks, I want you to kind of watch how your interactions with your parents start to change. I want you to see how that they will start treating you with more respect. They will start treating you as the adults you want to be. So, um just remember that they love you and everything they do is for a better life for you whether you see it or not i promise that it's true so i'm going to pray that i'm going to have my youth leaders come up we're going to pray for you because john wants us to pray for you for wednesday and then we'll break into small groups so lord i thank you for the evening lord i pray that as we go about these next two weeks you just give us a spirit of humility lord Teach us to honor our parents with our actions, with our attitude, Lord. Don't let us get caught up in the heat of the moment, but just when those moments come where we feel frustrated with our parents or we don't want to submit, Lord, just let these words come back to us. Let us take just a moment in time and realize that we need to honor and submit to them. And by doing so, we honor and submit to you, Father. Keep that in mind as we go about our weeks. And Lord, I pray that just a change over every family here, Lord, that they become more open and honest and are able to build relationships that are pleasing not only to you, but are beneficial to these young kids. pray this in Jesus' name.